right. So welcome to Brave Scoop. This is the first episode of the podcast. I'm Ryan. This is my buddy Marcus here, and we're going to run you through some uh, Braves talk. We're two big Braves fans. Uh, I've been Braves fan since, shoot, I was little, probably about six years old. Marcus, how long have you been a Braves fan, man? Gosh, I've been a Braves fan my whole life. Uh, I can remember staying up late watching Sid Bream with the slide and David Justice with his home runs and favorite player of all times, Mark Lemke. So uh, I've watched the Braves for a little while. That's that's definitely a long time, man. A lot longer than me. <laughs> there's a reason why there's a little bit of gray in this beard. That's all right. It's just it's just uh, some wisdom coming through for you. Anyway, man, how much of the Braves have you watched in the first part of the year? Uh, off and on, mostly, you know, what I can see on online. Um, you know, I see, you know, beginning of the year was just a, a team that didn't have a whole lot of chemistry. Uh, not having Freddie really hurt them because they didn't have that guy in the in in the clubhouse that that led the team. I think Dansby's kind of taking charge of that. Uh, you really don't have that vocal guy in the clubhouse. I mean, Olson's a great player, but he's he's somebody that's not going to do a whole lot of talking. Ozzy, you know, Ozzy's a great player, not going to do a whole lot of talking. Uh, Ronald, a little bit of an off year, but you know he's just he's not that guy. And you know, I think they found that guy in Dansby. Um, but you know, it, 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 Freddie's bat and, and glove and all that—that's that's a big miss. But his his leadership is 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 the biggest thing that I that I see that you know it took the Braves a little while to get a little chemistry without him. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, Olson's a great player, man. He's good All Star. He's going to be fine defensively and offensively as he's shown. But I agree with you. Losing Freddie kind of lost that. Uh, they cut the guy who kind of just brought everything together and led this team like he did last year and plenty of other years, but that's a whole nother story to get into <laughs> with him and his agent there. Yeah. Um, Ronald, man, I, he's missing somebody getting on his butt a little bit, I think. Not, And it's kind of not his fault, but having that ACL injury kind of took a big wind out of him. I don't think he's a hundred percent yet. No. Which, and I think he's still, you know, he's been in the league for several years, but he's still really young and really mature and, and, and still learning the game. And he's got all the talent in the world. And once, once he gets the mental part of it down, once the athletic part of it and his mental part connect, he's going to be a phenomenal player. Yeah. He's, he's, he's going to be a generational talent, man. He's just speeds off the charts, powers off the charts, his, Bat the ball skills are freaking ridiculous. He's got a cannon for an arm. Uh, it's kind of like what Ron Washington said. I think it was about two weeks ago, man. He said he just Ronald's a little bit of a baby and he needs to grow up a little bit. I think that's the best way to summarize that. But uh, April, dude, that it was tough watching them in April. Uh, it's it was tough. I mean, the only guy that was really pitching well, Max Reed was on and off. Spencer Strider was in the bullpen. I think all of April. The only guy that was really pitching well was Kyle Wright. And it's a good thing the Braves didn't ship him off in a trade, man, because he's <laughs> yeah, he's he's really turned it around this year, man. Freaking sub three ERA. I think he's got what 13 wins. Mm-hmm. No, he, he was leading the league at, at one point. Yep. He's got a pretty good whip. I mean, he's just he's got a lot of strikeouts, swinging his stuff, that sinker. He's pretty much just morphed himself into Charlie Morton 2.0, which is <laughs> Pretty good guy to model yourself after, to be honest with you. That and and it seems like watching mechanically, he does it with a lot with 
not a lot of effort. And, and I know everybody's jumping on the Spencer Strider stuff, uh-huh. but I see, you know, Spencer Strider one day is going to be a good closer. I don't, I don't see long-term being in a rotation. Everybody wanted him in the rotation and, and Snip put him in the rotation, but I just see so much torque coming from his body into his arm that, you know, I think a long-term deal being in the rotation is going to, you know, greatly affect his longevity in the league. Yeah, it's hard to uh, withstand 100 miles an hour for 120 pitches five, what, every four days? Yeah. That's pretty tough to do. Um, uh, you can't argue with the results right now, man. But I think oh, no. it, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to take a little bit of time. Like, the league finally caught up with Ian Anderson this year. They finally mm-hmm. made an adjustment on him. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. But, I mean, Spencer's – He's got hit a couple times his last few outings tonight. He's absolutely dealing against the Phillies, but it's because he wasn't throwing his off-speed pitches for strikes. So if he's not throwing them for strikes, man, he's going to be pretty easy to hit. Well, and, and that's at every level. I mean, it, you, you can have a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, and a good hitter's going to hit it. Yep. If you don't have that secondary pitch that, that you can rely on, then, you know, major league hitters can, can hit a fastball. Yep. And, and you know, what makes a total pitcher is having that second and third pitch. And, and once he developed his second pitch a little bit better, um, you know, the, the, the sliders really helped him uh, immensely be successful. Yep, he's uh, he's uh, been spotting everything tonight. Slider down and away, makes it look like a strike, darts right out of the zone. So if he can continue that, he's going to be fine. But if he when he has nights where he just doesn't have it and only has 99 to 101, he's – it's gonna be, it's gonna be trouble for him. But right now it's nine to one. Mm-hmm. I think in like the seventh inning, he's just struck out like thirteen guys. He's been nasty. But since we brought up Ian Anderson, man, have you been uh keeping up with him at all? I have, and and, and you know I think that being that number three guy, you know, in, in a rotation, it, it can be kind of tough at times. Um, and I think a lot of his matchups have been tough, but you know, once again, it, it goes back. If you're going to be an effective pitcher in the major leagues, you've got to have really good secondary stuff. Mm-hmm. If your secondary stuff's not good, then you're going to struggle. Uh, I mean, you know, you and I have seen it at, at the high school level, Yep. you know, it, it, even high school, if you throw fastball, 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 sooner or later, somebody's going to step into one. Yep. And if you don't have that secondary pitch, then, you know, you're in trouble. Yeah, it's – I mean, for Ian, dude, it's – I mean, the league finally adjusted because he was just throwing so many change-ups down. It was, they were over the plate, but they just dropped bottom – the bottom dropped out of the zone. So what the league did was, you know what, we're just going to make him get the mm-hmm. ball up. And they spit on everything low in the zone, and they have been yeah. torquing him. And people have been absolutely crucifying this kid, man. But, I mean, you got to look what he did last year. He absolutely got on a roll in the second half and helped us mm-hmm. win a World Series. Was absolutely dominant in the postseason. I watched, I think, all but one yeah. of his starts live well, in the postseason, and he was dominant in every one of them. I just, yeah, and 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 like it, it, he's got the tools, and and there's a reason mm-hmm. why he's in the league. There's and a reason he, why he's, you know, he's still young. And we got to realize, yeah, these you got to realize this Braves team overall, minus a few players, was really young, and they're still trying to figure themselves out. Mm-hmm. And and he's one of them. So. Yeah. 
I mean, look what uh, I mean, it took Kyle Wright. He's 27 now. He's just now putting it together. Dansby Swanson really finally put, just put it together in his first all-star year this year, man. Um, yeah. And it's not easy at the big league level. I mean, I, I've heard that he's working on a cutter and a two-seamer, and it's not easy. No, that's <laughs> not something you develop overnight. No, that's not easy doing that in the big league level, man. I, from per, I mean, I'm in a freaking men's league, and I've been working on a change-up for the last year. You've you've known this, and it's I had three games all year where it was good, and every other game it just got smoked. It's not easy to develop at, at this level, let alone at the fucking big leagues where you got to face guys like Harper, Tatis, freaking Harp. I mean, every dang game. You're facing yeah. a guy who can take you deep every every game in the lineup, every spot in the mm-hmm. lineup. I'm not ready. I mean, I'm not. I was a big proponent that we keep him. I, I didn't want to trade him. Yeah, I, I mean, Braves are, you know, talent-wise, you know, in the farm system, you know, a lot of their talent's already up at the major league level. And, you know, trading him away right now, I mean, there was no way to justify it. You really weren't going to get much for him anyways. No. Not, not right now. No. Um, I mean, I, I, I think Braves are doing a real good job right now. I know we'll get into this later, but. You know, Braves have never really – they've only had a few what I call sexy trades at the tra- trade deadline. And, and I think the biggest <laughs> trade they ever did was, was bringing Fred McGriff in. Yep. And, but they do smaller trades that, that are good clubhouse guys. Yep. Uh, and, 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 you know, Ian might have been able to get an, a, a reliever or something for him, but you know, you weren't going to get, make that sexy trade with him with somebody that's got a really high upside. No, you're not going to get a if front line starter. Not right now. No. Uh, especially when you got the potential for him to be in a couple of years, that number two, number three guy in this little rotation. I don't know why you just give it yeah. up. You already got Max mm-hmm. when they need to resign Max Reed, but I mean, you already got Freed, you got Kyle Wright, you got, Charlie Morton for another year. I just don't understand why you just give give yeah. Ian up. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But as a no, uh, yeah, May went on. May they played. I think a little over five hundred. I think it was like a four games over five hundred a month. They played better, but man, June is when they really turned it the hell on. <coughs> so funny story, man. One of the Mets yeah, right. little talk show hosts said that the division was over on June first is august 2nd and they are three games back and and it should be tighter i mean it, <laughs> it should be it, you know, had a couple of rough games here you know here recently but you know i, I i've learned with the braves even from the early 90s when they've built a really good culture and you got to take the, all the way it goes all the way back to john sherholz and bobby cox they, they built a culture of a franchise that that really just never gives up and and that's, that's now this team does the same thing with yep. with all the walk off wins and 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 come from behind wins, and even nail biters. I mean, uh, you know, winning those one to nothing games. You know, the these guys really grind, and and I, I like the whole lineup yep. up. You know, up to down. You know, I know there's a couple of Zunas, a little bit of a liability. Yes, yeah, uh, that's a nice way know, to put it. sending him down or doesn't. Yeah, uh, designating him was, was really going to help, and 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 bringing some smaller pieces in just to fill those voids until you know hopefully Ozzy can get back, you know, 
mm-hmm. sooner rather than later. But um, you know, it, I, I think this team is okay. And, 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 and when it's all said and done, are they a World Series team? Don't know. Are they a division-winning team? Yes, because I think the Mets will fall apart like they always do. They always do, man. It's we're, So let's go ahead. Let's talk about some uh, trades, man, with the Braves. What, so here's what I think the Braves needed going in, okay? I don't think they needed second base. You're getting Ozzy back. You just need a place holder. Orlando's doing a fine job defensively. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Um, they needed another bat in the outfield for Eddie Rosario just in case he just – doesn't hit really well against lefties like he did last year. You can't really count on <clears throat> the same postseason he had last year. So just get a little bit more depth there. I, I, like I just we just talked about starting rotation. I think the Braves were perfectly fine starter wise. They got plenty of depth in the minor leagues. They did pick up another piece for the rotation. God, I love that move. And bullpen, I was perfectly fine with the bullpen, man. I mean, crap, you're gonna get Kirby Yates back. <laughs> So you're getting a front line closer coming yeah. back. I mean, I just I didn't see the need, but I mean, you can't argue with the trade that they made. So the first uh, the first little trade that I think broke the ice was Edgar Adrianza's coming back, the little utility guy from last year who played a pivotal role for the Braves. Mm-hmm. They gave up what was it? They gave up it wasn't much. Let me see if I got it written down oh. somewhere. No, they gave a young left-handed pitcher, and yeah. I and I don't recall the name. Uh, Chris Anglin, he's a very low-rated prospect. Yeah, has an ERA just below four, but dude, his his walks and hits per innings pitch were ridiculously high, and he doesn't he doesn't swing and miss, doesn't have a lot of swing and miss in his game. So he's probably not going to see much time in the show, and if he does, well, and, he's probably and, not going to be good. Yeah, and and this is a plus plus for the Braves. I think they get a really good utility guy. Yep. That that's been in the big spotlight that you know probably not a you know an everyday player but somebody can come in probably swipe a base if needed um you know just a good clubhouse guy it's gonna put up not that leader yeah i mean he's gonna grind out at bats he's gonna see pitches and 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 he's just uh you know just like i told you it's it's kind of what the braves do they don't do that sexy trade at the at at the trade deadline but but they bring good clubhouse guys in uh, just to you know, kind of bridge a gap, you know, where they where they have gaps at, and right. he, and he can play multiple positions. So. Yeah, uh, I mean, he can play outfield, second, short, third, and pretty much anywhere you need him. Um, Robbie Grossman, he was another guy they brought in that uh, which is perfect, man, because he's hitting like 360 this year and just absolutely crushing left-handed pitching, which is something the Braves the Braves needed that with Eddie Rosario. He's Still not 100%, man. I mean, you had eye surgery. That's that's going to yeah. take a while to come back just to see major league pitching, especially from the same arm side as you bat. That's just that's a whole different level right there of difficulty. So I'm glad they got him a little bit of support there where he can just relax and play his game against left-handed – I mean, right-handed pitching. Well, and, and I, I think, too, that, you know, he didn't have much of a spring training. And, nope. and, and Nobody did. You know, you got to – what a – yeah, 50 or 60 game schedule. Granted, I know the major league guys don't play every single game, but you know they're they're seeing live arm pitching a lot. Yeah, and he's just just behind. But I love this Grossman deal. Uh, I think once again, it's not that sexy trade, oh. but it's that it's that little guy piece. that's going to come in, going to grind at bats. Yes, and, and he's going to be gritty, and 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 the clubhouse is going to kind of mold around him a little bit, and yep. and. 
you know, I, I just really like this move. Uh, I think it's going to greatly help the Braves. It's a great depth move, man, at the very least. I mean, and he still crushes lefties. So, if, like I said, if Eddie just yeah. Eddie can just relax and hit against righties and you throw Grossman in there against lefties, man, it's not losing much defensively out there either. So, I mean, it's a solid move. Um. Dude, I think this is – I like the last move they made right before the deadline, but I think my favorite one is love Will Smith. Love what he did in the 2021 World Series, man. I mean, to go 11 appearances and not give up a run in a postseason, tip my cap, man, but you sucked so bad this year for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I think this move too, and I, I, forgive me because I can't pronounce the last name, but I think this is going to help Ian. Because you com, competition is going to help Ian, mm-hmm. and somebody on the back end of the rotation pushing him yep. is is going to really help. Because when it comes playoff time, I mean, you know, you might only throw three or four of your starters out there, and Ian might not be one of them. Yep. And if he's not pitching at the top of his game, because you know, I mean, Charlie Morton, yeah, he's not having a great year, but he's going to get one of those first three starts. Any, yeah. any series, division show series, up on, you know, whatever. He's going to show uh, up when it's nut crunching time. He always has. Yeah. And that's just, you know, because he's, he's had the spotlight. He, I yep. mean, he, he's, he's kind of that veteran that everybody's looking at, you know, to lead not so much by example, uh, uh, but, but be that guy that people can, you know, other players, other pitchers can go and talk to about big time moments, and and, and I think this is a big move that's really going to help you in because it's going to push you. Yep. Yeah. I mean, inner competition with I think everything's just good. Just push you guys. Not to mention, I mean, he's going to be able to pick the brain from him. I mean, like Jacob Odorizzi doesn't throw necessarily yeah. hard, so I mean, he's going to learn how to pitch, and he might pick up a how to throw a two seamer or a cutter or whatever he needs. I mean, it's just a good move. Especially, I mean, even if you just mm-hmm. look at it for. A, depth perspective say if one of the starters get injured and you got jake to come in the guy who's been there he's been in the postseason he pitched for the rays for a number of years and it was really solid i mean yeah and he's having a good year i mean i think he's only thrown like 30 innings but he's 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 been throwing the ball pretty well and the the last move of the day the aa did at six o'clock right on the dot they got uh, the big right-hander from the Anaheim Angels, Rosel Iglesias, for Jesse Chavez and Tucker Davidson. So I, I I'm kind of skeptical. You know, when I when I see a big pitcher, I think of you know only fastball. Mm-mm. And and um, but I don't I don't know a whole lot about this this trade because I hadn't seen it yet, but. Um, You'll probably be able to enlighten us a little bit more on it. I give you the rundown. He's got a he's got a good sinker. He uh I think he's got a pretty good slider and cutter. He's got I think he even throws a changeup. He's got he's got good stuff. He had three outings with the Angels that has inflated his stats. I think he gave up three earned runs across like three or four games. So that's why it's above a four, but his whip is like almost below one. So he's not giving up walks. I think he's walked nine guys all year. And he's he hasn't given up many hits either. So uh, it's, I mean, solid depth move, even if it's a bullpen. I mean, you sh- so you're looking at the back end of the bullpen with Matzik, Mentor, Yates, Iglesias, and Kenley Jansen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I think that's that's pretty tough. 
I so mean, your reward for knocking our starter it, out is it, getting one of those guys in early. Yeah, I want to say you, you, with those guys when they're healthy, you, you change a nine inning game into a six or seven inning game. Yeah, and um, and 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 you know the Braves saw that in the playoffs last year. If if especially with Matt Matzik, if man, if if you can get to the seventh inning and have three guys that can come in and just shut the door, I mean it it. it it makes Snit's job a whole lot easier. <laughs> Not to mention you put a he, whole he, lot know, of pressure on the other guys to score early. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't want to uh, see those guys late. You're behind. exactly right. You don't I, I don't want to come no. in in the ninth inning seeing ninety eight with a nasty slider. <laughs> I no. don't want to see uh, that. Especially even one run games. I mean with that back into the 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 bullpen which, you know, the Braves have had one of the better bullpens in the league the whole year. Yep. I mean, that, that's tough. And, and, and especially, um, you know, like I said, a lot of part of the game, that, that that's just a tough group of guys to try to run through. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, one of the biggest reasons why the Braves won the World Series last year is because the bullpen. Yes. I mean – so, I mean, I'm never going to argue with reinforcing a bullpen ever because injuries no, happen. No. I mean, so I, I – especially when it's one of the top elite relievers and we get him for two extra years. He's got two mm-hmm. – the Braves did have to pick up the remaining – I think it's like $48 million on the contract. But, I mean, you, you got rid of Will Smith's contract, so that helps a little bit. And this is obviously a sign that the Braves are going to up the payroll after this year, I think. Yeah, well, and 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 I know this is probably later on. It kind of worries me with Dansby. Um, I don't think that he's somebody future-wise that they'll be able to resign. I, I don't so think. I, I mean, I know Dansby has said he wants to come back. I know he said he's all about Atlanta, but dude, I don't. I, I ain't buying it. I don't. I don't think well, he's coming this, back. This is what I. This is what I look at from his standpoint. I know we're getting off topic with this, but you know, so, something you have to look at too is Ozzy came up as a shortstop, and and even though yeah, he's a really good second baseman, I still think he'd be a really good shortstop. Um, and then you know, go get a mid-market second baseman, and, and and pay much less, and you know, try to reassure your starting rotation a little bit more with some money or or whatever. I I just don't see Dansby being a guy that that they can spend i mean he's gonna want 10 years all these guys that you know are wanting these 10-year contracts and and with you know 20 million a year or you know 18 million a year and i just don't see the Braves spending that kind of money on a short stop especially when they have some coming up in in the pipeline yeah they got vaughn grissom coming up and he's been pretty ridiculous (laughs) so i I don't think Ozzy's going to move. They're going to keep him at second. I can see them going after like a lower tier shortstop. I mean, if Dansby really wanted to stay with the Braves, he could t- he would take eighteen million for six or seven years. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's going to. I think that I, uh, I don't think so either. I think the boat sailed, especially with the shortstop needs. I mean, just go and look at the freaking Phillies right now. <laughs> yeah, they, they have not had a good shortstop for the last three or four years. So, um. And my favorite thing about the deadline, Marcus, my boy Young Thick, Austin Riley, got signed <laughs> to a 10-year, $212 million contract. I well, have been asking for this since April, dude. 
Well, I, and I think that solidifies Dansby because I don't think the money's going to be there to, to give him that big of a contract. Now, what, what helps with, with Austin Riley, too, is having the DH in the NL. I, I, I don't – you know, yes, he's a younger player, uh, but body-wise, you know, in 10 years, he's going to struggle at third base. He's going to either have to move to a DH role or probably move over to first. And but then you got Olson on ten year deal too, um, you know. I just I, but I like the deal, and I, I and and I think you know keeping him around for the ten years or is really gonna you know he's he's gonna be successful in Atlanta, and I'll I think be honest he's, with you, he's man. comfortable in Atlanta. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing he said was, uh, I think David O'Brien asked him. He's like, so what was your biggest thing of staying in Atlanta? He's like. I like it here. He's like, I like Atlanta. I got family around here. My wife has family. He said everything just lined up for us. So, yeah. And he got a good deal. And he got I a very good, good deal. on both sides. I mean, you, you're looking at 212 million now, course taxes and all like that. You're still going to at least get 150, 160 probably from the deal, man. It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got life changing money for not just you, but for your kids and your kids' kids. That's mm -hmm. very, very good deal for him. Um, I can finally get another Braves jersey, man. I've been waiting on them to sign Riley. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be getting his jersey soon. That's in the works. But um, I, I think the Braves did a great job at the trade deadline. I think Riley's signing was absolutely huge. Um, we'll see about Dansby. Um, I'm sure that topic's going to be brought up more later on down the road, and especially towards him when he gets closer and closer to the end of the year. But, I've been saying for a long time, I don't think he's coming back. I know some things about, uh, I know one person personally that has said that Casey Klaus has not only done this to Freddie, but he's done it to multiple other players. So I'll tell you that, tell you about that all after all this, but I, I like the Braves where they stand. I don't like the Mets team. The Mets didn't do anything worth the dang to improve their team. The Phillies, uh, they got one bullpen piece and, a starter in Noah Syndergaard, who's been terrible this year. I, yeah. I mean, uh, the Braves are killing the Phillies right now, 10 to 1. <laughs> it's Well, I, and I'm, I'm right there with you. I really like really like what the Braves are doing. Yep. I, I really like what um, – yeah, I, I just like I, – I like their club beforehand. I, I just think that, you know, they've got some really good core talent you know the Olsen, uh, Riley, you know, Acuna, uh, Acuna. I mean, all of them are are just really good pieces to build around, and that are going to be around for a long time. Yep. And um, I I think kind of the wild card, and I and he's you know especially come out since All Star, but I think Contreras is going to be a big part um, this year, and you know once he becomes an everyday starter, I think he's really going to grow into a really great player too. I agree. All right, guys, that's going to be it for the first podcast from us. Uh, there's going to be more. We're probably going to do this weekly. Um, all right, Marcus, I look forward to talking to you more, man. We're also going to have another podcast coming out soon, just covering the MLB. So keep, uh, keep your eyes out for that. Marcus, you take care, man. All right, man. It's, it's flooding down here in South Georgia, so 